0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome back to the channel. Today we're going to be discussing Javante Williams and why I believe that he is going to be a league winner in 2021, and we can get out of here with the Melvin Gordon worry. Lock it in, strap it down, roll the intro. Welcome back to the channel, everybody. I appreciate you checking out the video. Before we get started, be sure to hit that like and subscribe button for future content. We're getting closer and closer to draft season, which means you need to be locked in to the TFA channel so we can win you that coveted fantasy championship in 2021. So be sure to hit that like and subscribe button. Also, uh, something another tool that can help aid you in that is our brand new Discord. You can find that and you can find the link to join absolutely free free in the in the description down below whether you, whether you are a longtime fantasy player or you're just getting started it is a great place to just talk fantasy football if you need advice you know bang some ideas off some people whatever the case may be redraft dynasty DFS best ball whatever we have it all there so I hope I see everybody over there and let's just go ahead and get started Javante Williams if, now whether you're just now getting into fantasy football and you're trying to get a better grasp of who these guys are especially for these rookies uh, Javante Williams was picked 35 overall obviously we know the Broncos traded up to secure him um, in the the 2021 NFL draft, which is a, a really good sign for, uh, one, how they feel about Melvin Gordon, two, uh, what they likely plan to do with Javante Williams this season. Currently, Javante Williams is being drafted at RB23 at 63.2 overall over on Underdog Fantasy Best Ball or on Fantasy Football Calculator, RB27, 61.2. So obviously, uh as we know in terms of best ball, running backs are going to go a little bit earlier. But regardless, uh, Javante Williams is 5'10", 212, 30.4, College Dominator, which is sixty-eight percentile, 9.2% target share. You know He was super efficient in uh, only 157 carries, which was 19th among all running backs among FBS, Uh, 1140 rushing yards, 22 rushing touchdowns, 25 receptions on 30 targets, and 305 receiving yards. Like I said, he was absolutely efficient last year uh, in that North Carolina offense with Michael Carter, one of the best running back duos of all football last year. He averaged 0.48 broken tackles per attempt, 4.5 yards after contact, 26.8% of his uh, carries went for 10-plus yards. 75 avoided tackles was first among all running back in college football last year. So, you know, when you talk about Javante Williams, I mean he is one of the most talented running backs in this last year's class. He's right there with Najee Harris. Uh, me personally, I have him ahead of Najee Harris mainly because uh, one reason, one big reason is because of the age gap they have between the two of them. Javante Williams is only 20 years old. Najee Harris is 23 years old. So there is that age gap here. We don't really care about that for redraft, at least for this year, right? So uh, obviously, Najee, Najee Harris is currently. Being drafted almost in the first round, he's borderline first round pick right now, early second, late first. Now, if you want to know more about Najee Harris, I've already done a video on him as well, so you can you can check that out as well. But for Javante, you know he's in an he is in an offense with with Melvin Gordon, right? And I know for a lot of people, that's why they are hesitant on Javante Williams in 2021. And I'm here to tell you that you shouldn't be worried about that whatsoever. Melvin Gordon was okay last year at best. He had 986 rushing yards on 215 carries with nine rushing touchdowns. He also caught 32 of 44 targets for 158 yards and a touchdown. He finishes RB 20 and half point PPR. He did all of this uh, with a 63% opportunity share, which was 16th among all running backs, but he only finished with 0.77 fantasy points per opportunity, which was 85th among all running backs. He was 27th in true yards per carry last year. Listen, he's 28 years old. He's getting up there in age. Yes, I still think he could be a factor, but there is definitely the possibility that he could be traded from this offense, uh, possibly moved to a team like, the Rams, who definitely could use a running back, or if another uh, starting running back goes down and the team doesn't feel great about their backup, I-, I could definitely see the Broncos trading him. The Broncos still have depth. They brought in Mike Boone as well, who's a Minnesota bike running back. So Royce Freeman is still there. So they have running backs here in this running back room. So if they wanted to move on from Melvin Gordon, they could definitely do that. We're already seeing beat reporters talk about Javante Williams, that he is going to be the starter week one. We'll see on that. Obviously, training camp is getting kicked off right now, and then you know with preseason and everything else, because if that happens, his ADP is going to skyrocket from 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 the RB23 to RB27 that he's being drafted at, depending on the format right now. But the reason that he's an absolute league winner is just due to the fact that his ceiling is so damn high um, because of the fact that if you look at last year at the running back the Broncos had last year, um, you had Melvin Gordon who handled sixty three percent of the opportunities, while Philip Lindsay handled forty two percent of the opportunities in this backfield. You know, and Philip Lindsay one hundred eighteen carries, fourteen targets, five hundred two rushing yards, twenty eight receiving yards, and one touchdown. Obviously, Philip Lindsay is gone; he is now in Houston, so that is not there. I-, I honestly think if Melvin Gordon remains here, I think it's going to be a 50-50 uh, probably timeshare, which is going to be a little frustrating in the early for- for parts of the season. However, Javante. Williams is going to take over this backfield and lead this team in rushing. I have absolute confidence in that. And I, I think with this offense, this offense could be, uh, you know, take a step forward this year. This offense is absolutely loaded right now. They have Cortland Sutton, who's coming back from injury, who will be 100% ready for a training camp, Jerry Judy, Noel Fant, K.J. Hamler, which was their second-round pick last year. This offense is loaded. Their their offensive line is a little is a little bit suspect. They were 28th at adjusted line yards last year, third in power rank, 14th and second level, eighth in an open field, 19th. 19th and adjusted sack rate. PFF ranked them 22nd against the pass and 28th against the run. They didn't do a ton this offseason to really make any uh, big improvements. Their big, their big improvement really came from drafting – Third round pick Quinn Miners, uh, who is an excellent story, D 3 0 star prospect who really made his name in the Senior Bowl. Just showed out, and what is uh, would probably have went undrafted had he not, you know, went to the Senior Bowl and proved the way or produced the way that he did in the Senior Bowl. Uh, his nickname is the Gut, as you can see in this picture here, which is absolutely fantastic. Just a Mauler. Um, I think there's a really big chance that he ends up being the starting center. Garrett Bowles is an absolute stud le- left tackle. They had that figured out. The other question mark is going to be at right tackle. They did sign. Bobby Massey from the Chicago Bears he big physical uh right tackle but you know, he's not very athletic and kind of can get blown up on the edge. We'll see how this plays out for this offensive line. Let's just talk really quickly why I have no problem with taking Javante Williams where he's going. One, he's going—you're not taking him ahead of a lot of these other running backs, and I just can't see him really moving up quickly ahead of a lot of these other guys that are there. You know, the J.K. Dobbins and the Chris Carson's and the guys who are more solidified. You know, he could possibly get past a or David Montgomery and Miles Sanders types where people are kind of iffy on those guys, but I don't see him really rising up to the to this really high level where he's undraftable if he continues to go in the 5th or 6th round it's an absolute steal there Now, a lot of it depends on how your roster breaks down as well. Like, w- what do you have at that point? Because I know I've heard other people make arguments, well, I'd rather have the wide receivers that are going there, like Brandon and Iuke or a couple of these other guys that are going there in the fifth, late fifth, early sixth round. But it really depends. Like, if you're a guy who's like me, who, who goes anchor RB, right? And let's say you get Christian McCaffrey or Saquon or Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, whatever, in your first four picks, and you don't pick again until the second, late third. For me, I'm probably not going to take a running back there. I'm probably going to go wide receiver. Give me two wide receivers there. So now I'm locked up there, and maybe I want to take a tight end or a quarterback, whatever you want to do. Once you get to the fifth or sixth round right there, you're going to be looking for your second running back, and it gets pretty bleak after you get past Javante Williams there. You have guys like Miles Gaskin, who the jury's still out on that with with him, and is he going to be the lead back there? But a lot of the other guys that are there, Kareem Hunt is going after, just just past him. Kareem Hunt is not going to be the starting running back whatsoever unless an injury happens to Nick Chubb. Yes, he's going to get opportunities, but Javante Williams is likely going to, by the end of the year, take over this back. And I see a a Jonathan Taylor type um, ascension here for, for Javante Williams in 2021. Because I think that while yes, that they probably split. I think by at the very least week four, or week five, he is probably taken over as the starter if he hasn't done so by week one. Because that is definitely in the range of possibility. This team has told you what they want to do. They have told they are telling us by trading up to acquire Javante Williams that they are looking for a replacement and they're looking for a replacement now. This team is built to win right now outside of the quarterback position. If if Drew Locke can take a step forward of Teddy Bridgewater, this team could be a playoff team. Or if God forbid they trade Aaron Rodgers, which is one. 100% in the range of possibility right now with everything going on there. I'll that because if he comes here, holy shit, uh, Javate Williams becomes an absolute steal at his current ADP. Well, though I do think that it will skyrocket. So listen, don't be worried about Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon, while yes, I think it's far more likely he ends up getting the 40% of the opportunity that Philip Lindsay left behind and, and Javante Williams ends up being the guy who gets that 63% opportunity share. I think he can be a tremendous pass catcher out of the backfield. So that's positive for PPR formats. While I don't think he's going to get 100 targets or anything like that year one, I think 40 to 50 targets year one is certainly in the range of possibilities. And if you're going to be able to get him at RB20, RB21, RB22, this, the sky is the limit for him. And so give me Javante Williams all day at rb at RB 23 uh, in that in that range with the other guys that are going there. There's not many guys after him that you, that you can feel confident in, that's gonna be able to have the type of ceiling that he possesses. And that is why I have no problem taking him there. So let me know in the comment section below, where would you feel comfortable taking Javonte Williams in 2021? What are your thoughts on him? Where, where do you feel comfortable taking him? And, and do you believe that Melvin Gordon is somehow gonna be a, a big problem for him and that's why you're staying away from him? Let me know in the comment section down below. Don't forget to join our discord It's absolutely free. I hope to see everybody over there. I'll see you on the next one. Peace.